Why is seminary so expensive? At Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary, we are committed to the reform of theological education toward meeting the needs of churches across the globe. Men of God cannot serve their churches well if they are burdened with tens of thousands of dollars in student loans from seminary. At CBTS, you can receive a robust theological education for nearly four times less than other institutions. To find out more about how you can receive an accredited theological degree at a cost that you can afford, visit cbtseminary.org. Welcome to another episode of the Pastor's Inbox on the Man of God Network brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. We are in the fourth discussion related to marriage. And uh, this uh, particular topic that we're going to be taking up is related to marriage communication, but it is a little bit more distinctly different. And that topic is uh, stated in the form of a question. Should wives work outside of the home? Um, I anticipate this could be an interesting conversation. Perhaps many people are very opinionated about an answer to this question, but uh, we're interested to know what you pastors have to give to for your answer to this question. So uh, we'll begin by simply asking, are there circumstances where it might be appropriate for a wife to work outside of the home? And um, whatever answer you give, would you please uh, give some scriptural proofs for your answer as well? Well, let me begin, begin with scriptural proofs. <clears throat> I would appeal to Proverbs 31. You know, that virtuous wife was not confined to home. That's for sure. Uh, verse 13, she's seeking wool and flax, that is materials with which to do work. Uh, 31.14, uh, she brings her food from afar. 31.16, she considers a field and buys it. And then after that, she plants a vineyard. And then 3124, she's making garments and she's actually selling them, not simply herself, but to the merchants. So uh, some kind of commercial enterprise going on there. And she did all of this. Well, she does have children. We're not told how old the children are envisioned there, but in 3128, she has children. And we also see verse 15, verse 21, she's taking care of her household by way of provision being made and feeding them and the like. So uh, it's not to say that a woman must be engaged outside the home. Look, you've got to be this virtuous wife and you've got to do all of these things in addition. But at least it does underscore it's not forbidden. It's not sin. There are some scenarios where uh, it, it is going to be uh, appropriate. The old King James of Titus 2.5, where the younger women are to be, quote, keepers at home. And that's not really the best translation, is it to say she got to stay at home, can't go anywhere else. Uh, I think it's more literally, uh, she's to be a guard of the home, or one commentator referred to it as a guardian of the home. Um, therefore, working outside the home is not strictly forbidden in that text, but surely it does mean that this will be her special domain. Uh, New King James has it, homemakers, 
New American Standard uh, workers at home, ESV is similar to that. So the idea that home is her primary concern, not some extra career out here, and home is just a kind of an afterthought. And, you know, even all that we see there in that Proverbs 31 wife, well, she did that with a view to her household's best. She does good to her husband. She's doing good to her children. In other words, she's not self-seeking. She's not self-promoting. She's not out uh, for herself and her own chosen path. But again, she's a guardian of the home. Her primary concern and sphere under God is promoting the well-being of her family, and she's very involved in that work. Now, as to circumstances in which a woman might work outside the home, well, can I say that there are many potentials? I mean, if she's a widow uh, or if her husband is disabled and can't go to work or if she was deserted by her husband uh, before children come along, I personally have given counsel uh, that it's good for a husband and wife to both work and to learn to live on one income while setting aside the other for that eventual down payment uh, on a house. Uh, and in some cases, the kids are, are grown. Uh, I know one case where kids were going, their empty nest, and, and uh, the, the wife with her background wanted to be of some help, not only in the home, but then also to, uh, to children. Maybe it's financial needs of the family uh, some temporary scenario. I'm not talking about covetousness. You know what? It would really be great if we had a newer car and a bigger home. But as far as here's some real financial need uh, uh, that that it requires uh, extra income. Now, obviously, first and foremost, you want to see the husband picking up extra work if at all possible. But there might be a scenario where, no, this is going to be a way for generating income. The point is, it's not strictly forbidden in God's word. And therefore, it does come under the heading of Christian liberty, but Christian liberty is always within God's order. That is, it's not to be to the neglect of God-given responsibilities, but rather whatever is consistent with being a guardian of the home. But I think we do need to draw a distinction between that which is permissible and that which is advisable. And therefore, it's going to be for husband and wife both to ask, is this really what's best for the family? Mm. If it's pursuing a career out of self-interest and self-promotion, how is that consistent with what's best for the family and being a guardian of the home? If it's out of covetousness, how is that consistent? But if it's necessary for survival, well, how can she not then do everything uh, to provide uh, for her family in various ways. Uh, Joe, I'm going to put that in your lap, brother. Well, uh, without disagreeing with you, because I don't disagree with you on the uh, matter of uh, whether it's, it is sometimes uh, uh, scriptural and allowable, uh, I, I will just say this. We have to uh, remember the culture we live in and we must not compromise the teaching of scripture in order to bow to uh, our wicked culture. We live in a sad time when even a question like this would be considered ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, we would, we would be laughed at for even addressing it. Of course, the woman can work outside the home. She should follow her dreams. She should pursue her career. And, uh, 
I believe that that is uh, contrary to what the the usual biblical standard is that the man uh, works to provide for the home and the woman stays home, guards the family, guides the children, bears the children, guides the children. And so we have to be careful not to cave to our wicked culture on this uh, issue and in this area. Like I've seen so many uh, persons and perhaps churches willing to do. Uh, our culture believes it's just fine for a woman for any reason to work outside the home. And she has every right to pursue her own career as much as the husband does. And while that's very American, uh, in my opinion, that is uh, unscriptural and I'm not willing to compromise with that while still agreeing, Brother Lee, with everything you said about sometimes it being allowable and even necessary for the woman to do that. But I'll tell you what I hate uh, in our culture, and I hate to hear it, if I, especially from someone professing to be a Christian. I, I, I dislike it when a wife and a mother talks mournfully about having to give up her dreams uh, and her career in order for the uh, drudgery of a life mm. at home, providing for her husband uh, and meeting the needs of her family. The mother motherhood and wifehood, it's the dream job. That is the dream job. And, I, and not long ago, I had the privilege to counsel uh, someone who was struggling with this, a, a, a godly person, but they were struggling with, you know, so do I have to give up what I studied in college for? I give up uh, just so I can stay home and teach my children. And what I tried to convince her was, you're not losing. If you're able to stay home with your children, you're a winner. Uh, for, for God certainly is delighted. And Titus, I do believe, teaches the importance of that. So um, there is no, while, while we would acknowledge that sometimes it is allowable, sometimes it is necessary, there is no better scenario. There is no greater, more fulfilling life than the life that God has ordained for the woman to give herself, give herself to the duties of a wife and a mother. Hmm. That's my opinion, Lee. Feel free to counterbalance that if you feel that you need to. No, brother, I, I feel no need at all. In fact, I think that we've approached uh, the subject from kind of two different perspectives, which I hope would be considered balanced all the way around. Yes. Well, for the second part of this conversation, uh, we might piggyback off of uh, Pastor Joe's uh, side of the answer. I'm, I'm curious to know uh, if you brothers think that there are circumstances where a wife should work in the home exclusively and not work outside of the home uh, at all. So what are your thoughts to this? Well, I would think certainly while there are little ones in the home and any extra or certainly outside work would require neglecting them, uh, I would have to say, uh, where is that right? Because we're not called by God to neglect God-given responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And and therefore, unless there was some just absolute providential matter like a husband disabled or or the like uh, what what uh, possible reason could that wife have for for 
neglecting her uh, responsibility towards her children. Uh, I would also say if a woman's health is rather fragile, that you know, it's, look, she's doing all she can maintain, uh, all she can do just to maintain. Uh, therefore, is it right that more should be on her, either mm -hmm. self-imposed or husband-imposed, doesn't matter. Uh, there needs to be a great sensitivity there. And again, it comes back to uh, her God-given responsibilities and her husband's God-given responsibilities uh, for her, looking out after what is in her best interest uh, in those situations. Now, I, I suppose there could be all kinds of particular scenarios uh, that could be spelled out, but those were two things, really, I guess three, that came to my mind, the little ones in the home uh, and then uh, the woman's health and and then the husband and his counsel. Uh, but Joe, uh, what would you add to the list? You know, I don't think, uh, Brother Lee, I can add anything to that. Um, uh, I will just reiterate uh, what, what I said uh, earlier about uh, the glory of the, uh, of, of the job of uh, motherhood. Uh, the Bible's clear. Uh, that the woman's primary duty is to uh, marry, bear children, guide the home. Not that there are not some exceptions there. And we've talked about those, but the home is her domain and it is her first responsibility. And uh, she should work in the home exclusively. That's the question we're addressing. If her working outside the home would interfere with this wonderful God-given responsibility that he's given to her. Um, and so, uh, that's the question that's got to be faced. Is this, uh, is my working, uh, interfering is, are my activities outside of the home interfering with my duties as a wife and, uh, as a mother? So, uh, uh, those are the questions that have to be asked, but I'm in agreement with what you said. I could have just said, amen to what you said and, and stopped right there. <laughs> But I rarely do that. So <laughs> for our last uh, question in this conversation, at least um, in your minds, what challenges do each of these circumstances, uh, whether the woman in the marriage works outside of the home or stays home with the children uh, exclusively? What challenges do you think these circumstances play upon marriage communication? Well, I would say that husband and wife must be on the same page and therefore they're going to have to yeah. communicate, but not just communicate uh, because they could have the communication going on with difference, strong differences of opinion. Therefore, yeah. uh, together to seek God's will and his word, to prayerfully seek God's will yeah. in his word. I think, again, the husband must be recognized as the head, that God's given him that responsibility, but it is that responsibility uh, in loving leadership. And therefore, a wife should submit, uh, but that doesn't mean that she can't have an opinion and can't respectfully reason and communicate uh, about, uh, here's my take on it. And a husband should be uh, ready to value uh, his wife's input and her insights. Uh, she's, after all, a helper comparable to him. And I think of Samson's parents, Manoah, when, you know, he'd uh, seen the angel of the Lord, oh no, now we're going to die. God's going to kill us. And 
and it was uh, Samson's mama who says, hold on, you know, if, if, if he was just going to kill us, he would have shown us this truth and told us these things. Well, Manoah, it seems, was all in a panic, and uh, it was his wife who gave the wise counsel, and he did well to listen to her. The husband must be sensitive to the wife, and that's going to be uh, multifaceted. You know, again, the First Peter 3, 7, about dwelling with your wife with understanding. Well, that means he needs to be understanding of her physical, her mental, her emotional, and certainly her spiritual needs. And for a woman who's working outside the home, well, all of this needs to be closely monitored. And the husband ought to be very eager to help and to relieve. And by the way, if she is working outside the home, uh, for whatever reason, the husband should also then do everything he can in the home to aid her and her responsibilities. Um, I think care must be taken not to let busyness crowd out time together. You know, that can happen uh, no matter working outside the home or not. But if there are those additional responsibilities, then the busyness can crowd out just the enjoyment of one another or then schedules. Oh, I'm sorry, we can never schedule to have a, a, a date or take a vacation or anything else because our work schedules are so, well, no, I think care must be really taken. Uh, so there is that time together and then also to keep communicating, uh, even if the feeling, the pressures and the like, uh, needs, joys, desires, etc. That sensitivity of 1 Peter 3, 7, as I mentioned, is kind of multifaceted because whereas it means being sensitive to her if her physical or emotional or mental needs, et cetera, but at the same time, the husband doesn't need to quell his wife's abilities. Uh, in fact, he, in a very sense, should be a good steward and to further uh, to desire to help her, to develop, to, to employ uh, God-given abilities, things that are hers by, by providence. Well, would a due sensitivity not mean then that, yeah, he's going to help her to explore. He's going to uh, be invested in these things with her. What is her desire? But at the same time, watching out. Uh, you don't want to be seeing too much on her. Uh, certainly watching out so that the family and their relationship would not be neglected, but ever looking after what's best for the family and especially spiritually and therefore ever looking after her spiritual health and prosperity out of love for her. And that is all going to require healthy communication to keep the finger on that pulse. Yes. Joe, I hit it back to you, man. Yeah. Amen. We're back to the subject we addressed a, a few episodes ago on communication. Uh, I'll just say a woman who uh, must and may biblically, uh, with God's approval, work outside the home. She still has to make her uh, duties as a wife and a mother her God-ordained priority. Her number one priority is not her job uh, uh, in the workplace. Her number one priority is her family. Hmm. And therefore, the lines of communication have to be opened between the husband and the wife. She's got to be willing to discuss with her husband, uh, listen to him. He's got to be willing to discuss matters with her and listen to her. And they must let each other know. She needs to let him know what aid, as you've already said, Brother Lee, uh, here's some areas in which you can help me out. If she's helping out to earn the income, then certainly he can uh, 
go the extra mile to try to help her. And I definitely agree with you that the husband is still the leader and the head in the home, but it doesn't mean that he can't listen to what she's got to say. And often I, I, I just wish I could say this. And sometimes I do get the opportunity to say it. Husband, listen, you don't know it all. Listen to what your wife has to say. I loved your, uh, uh, illustration of Sam, uh, Samson's mother. Um, and you know what else you can do if there's a breakdown in communication, if, if you're not seeing eye to eye, it's all right to get godly counsel. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're not a competent Christian. If you need to ask someone to, to help go to a pastor, uh, go to a wise person in the church and, and say, can you give me uh, give us some help. That that doesn't mean you're not good Christians. As a matter of fact, good Christians look for godly counsel. Uh, the Proverbs tells us to make war by wise counsel. And uh, so we, sh we should never feel ashamed if we have to ask the pastor to help us on a point. Um, if the woman is working in the home exclusively, um, you know what? Her husband needs to be communicating with her how much he appreciates her hmm. and how much he, uh, he knows while the world may ridicule and, and act as if, you know, you know, all this cultural pressure about you don't have a job and you don't have a career. Oh yes, you do. And I love <laughs> Proverbs 31 where the children rise up and call her blessed and the husband praises her in the gate. Well, that's part of your communication, husband. Uh, you have uh, you have a wife who is uh, giving herself to the to the glorious work of of uh, being a help, fitting for you, and and being a mother. Uh, you don't just say, "Well, I expect it." That's your job. You heap praises on her. Uh, that's the way you communicate with her. And I would say to the the woman communicate your delight in the man who is providing uh, for the family's needs. And uh, in those cases where enough money may not be coming in to support the household, um, those are times when the woman needs to communicate that to the husband. Finances can become a real serious issue in a mm -hmm. marriage. And therefore there needs to be communication. Uh, if the bills aren't getting paid, uh, there needs to be good communication between the husband and the wife and maybe with some outside counsel. What can we do to make ends meet and still each of us fulfill our God ordained role? So communication, let me say that is very important in the matter, which is under discussion right now. Well, thank you brothers for, uh, your labors in answering these questions. Uh, this last episode may not as be as long as our recording block, but you guys have graciously given uh, a number of minutes here to answer at least four episodes related to marriage and marriage communication. So appreciate your efforts and thank you for your time. Uh, we thank you listeners as well for making this resource useful to an audience that will uh, benefit from the material uh, that is listened to. We encourage you to search for previous episodes on managodnetwork.com and to submit uh, any 
inquiring topics you might want us to talk about on Pastors Inbox at cbtseminary.org. And until next time, we wish you grace and peace.